EO Fire 1248. Each and every time it talks to you, it is just lying. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. What better gift could you give a friend or a loved one than the gift of freedom? Visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite. Thanks to our new sponsor, Google, you can go to g.co slash eofire to get a $75 AdWords credit after you invest $25 in your first campaign. That's g.co slash eofire. As a business owner, I can tell you that your company is only as good as the people you hire. Find your perfect candidate today. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. What's shaking Fire Nation? JLD here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Ariel Garten. Ariel, are you prepared to ignite? I am prepared to ignite. Yes. Ariel is the co-founder and CEO of Interaxon, makers of Muse, the brain-sensing headband, and their award-winning Muse headband senses your brain activity and sends that information to your smartphone or tablet, providing you with real-time feedback. Launched in mid-2014, tens of thousands of people are now using Muse, including myself, to do more with their minds. Ariel, take a minute. Fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. I am one of the founders of Muse, and it's been an extraordinary adventure taking this really crazy technology that reads your brain in real time to the market and building it into a tool that brings meaning to people's daily lives and ending up on podcasts where people use your device every day. Um, (laughs) Do you want me to tell you more about Muse specifically? Sure. So Muse is a clinical grade EEG with sensors on the forehead and behind the ears, and it tracks your brain activity and sends it to your smartphone or tablet. And from there, there are a myriad of uses, and the main one is actually a meditation tool. So everybody knows that meditation is really good for you, but it's quite hard to do. So Muse makes that process easy by giving you real-time feedback on your own brain so you can start and maintain your practice and then access all the amazing benefits of meditation. I love when I hear the little birds chirp, Ariel. Yes. So for those that don't know, when you hear the little birds chirp, it means you're deep in a state of focused attention. You've been able to maintain it for a period of time. So if you've got birds, you're doing well. One thing that I've always struggled with was actually meditating and not really knowing if I was meditating right. You know, I'd be like, ah, that, you know, I sat still ish, you know, for like 15 or 20 minutes. Like that was cool. But with Muse Fire Nation, you actually know. I mean, it's, it's letting you know real time, you know, whether your mind's getting away from itself, you know, and it brings you back into focus. So we'll talk more about that in a little bit. But Ariel, what we have with my audience, Fire Nation, are entrepreneurs, small business owners, people that are looking to grow their business. And we both know that business needs revenue to be viable. So what ways are you generating revenue today? So we started by generating revenue prior to having a product as a services company. We'd be teaching people about brain sensing technology and where it was going. We do work for folks like Deutsche Telekom, where we created um, installations in their head office showing them the future of technology. All that got us to the point where we are creating the product that we have today that's in market. And we generate revenue by selling headbands. So You can buy muses at Best Buy. You can buy them online. You can buy them from professionals like psychotherapists and psychiatrists. 
because we've discovered multiple channels, both consumer interested in Muse as well as professionals. So people who would naturally recommend meditation because they're a psychiatrist or a chiropractor, but they never knew how to do it. So it's a very successful channel. And then sports professionals as well. So we see lots of athletes, coaches, all wanting to integrate meditation, but not knowing how. And so they turn to Muse both as a method of integrating, of solving the how, and also a method of demystifying it. So if you're a sports jock, you might think that meditation is this, you know, weird woo-woo thing for soft hippies, not for, you know, the sports jock that you are. (laughs) Um, Whereas Muse, with its real-time feedback and its data, makes it really obvious and actionable. We're finding the same thing in professional environments, in companies with coders and developers and finance folk, where seeing real-time feedback and numbers makes something that was once woo-woo into something that's real, actionable, and really moves your life forward. What I really love about what you've done, Ariel, and I think this is a great takeaway, Fire Nation, is that you don't always have to just be behind this hidden wall, you know, creating this product and then, you know, always be pre-revenue and then you try to burst onto the scene as this one big bang. Like you can start with services. And I love how she did that. And I love how you, Fire Nation, can model that. If you have this great idea, that might take, you know, years with patents, with trademarks down the road, the actual physical creation of it. Why not become an authority and credibility factor in that field? Why not be that person that everybody looks to and says, man, like they know their stuff in this area so that when you do launch that physical product, number one, you've been generating revenue as a service, but number two, you've built up authority and an audience in that area. So a lot of great things to take away there. And Ariel, we don't just talk about how awesome you are and how awesome Muse is. We, we definitely do and will, but we like to start the story side of EO Fire with what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. So girl, don't pull any punches, break it down for us, take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment and tell us that story. When you say the terms worst entrepreneurial moment, the sensation that I have in my stomach of sinking takes me back to the time when I was supposed to close a $5 million round and it didn't close. So I'm going to do a little backup here for anybody um, who's in small business and not kind of in this crazy startup space. Yeah, tell us the story. Yeah, well, so I'm going to give you a little bit more business background. So in a small, small business, you go to market with a, with a product or a service and you build it slowly as you build customers. When you're in the startup space, the game is actually a little bit different. What you're trying to do is build the value of your company by offering something that's of value. So there's less focus on revenue than there is in the ability to gain investment, build the value of that company, and then be able to build a product or a service. So you start with um, a tiny little concept. Somebody will fund you for the concept. Then you bring it to market and test the market. Then somebody funds you for testing the market. And then you build it from there. And at each stage... You get more and more investment as your valuation grows and the potential of the market that you can reach grows. It's a different way of thinking about it than a small business mentality. So each of these investment rounds becomes really crucial because as you're growing your company, you're also growing your staff, sometimes exponentially. You know, we were up to 35, 40 people that we needed to feed and didn't yet have a product and market that was generating revenue um, because we're still investment based. And this is very, very common for an earlier stage startup. So it was my job as the CEO to raise money. Now, I come from a business background, a small business background. My family business is is real estate, so I'm very comfortable engaging business. But I hadn't 
raised money. Um, to date, I've actually raised $18.2 million of investment from San Francisco, New York, Hong Kong. And this is a process that I, I really learned in the fire, in the trenches while doing it and through amazing mentors, etc. So I was at the point where I was raising a $5 million round. Um, everything was pretty much lined up to do it. We are really at the end of our cash flow, which is, again, quite common for a startup, and you need that next tranche of cash. The problem is that if your investors smell that you need the next tranche of cash, they have something they can then lord over you to then push down the valuation. Common game. So you're at the point where I almost lost that $5 million round. And thinking about the responsibility that I had to the 35 people here I needed to feed, to the product that we're supposed to bring to market, to the um, you know backers who really were... were cheering us on and supporting us, you know, everybody that I'd let down if I couldn't close it. Um, that was probably the worst moment of my life when I thought it wouldn't close. Luckily, it did. Deal was salvaged. Everything went through. Huge terrorism. You know, we went on to get more rounds from them. It was all good. But but that moment of fear of losing five million bucks of not necessarily real money because it wasn't money that we had, but that we we're about to attain was by far the worst. Ariel, taking yourself back to that exact moment, what would you say is the biggest lesson that you learned? So the biggest lesson that I learned is that anything is possible. And I think that's the biggest lesson that I've learned throughout my entrepreneurial journey. You know, we started with this really crazy notion that you can let people control stuff with their mind. We had an entirely unproven technology and I walked forward out of a research lab and said, this is going to be something that everybody's going to use every day. And in order to do that, there is a mentality and a belief system that is required. And it's not one that's untethered from reality. I mean, we had a technology that we knew worked. I could see the clear path that made sense. It wasn't, you know, tactically crazy, but it seemed so large and impossible. You didn't really know how you were going to attack or accomplish this. And for me, one of the main things that I've learned throughout my entrepreneurial career is how to put the negative thoughts and the ruminations and the worries aside and allow that to propel me forward to find solutions, to create new solutions, to bring new people on board, to to really create success without being held back by the fears that could easily shut you down at any moment. I mean, we're all you know capable of accomplishing amazing things. But so often the fears that we have hold us back from even trying. And it's only through trying and trying repeatedly and doggedly that you succeed. The Magic of Thinking Big is a phenomenal book by David Schwartz. And Fire Nation, if you haven't read it yet, you've heard me mention it at least once or twice on the past thousand episodes. It's a killer book and it really just gives you that glimpse into why do we limit ourselves to to just going up 10% from that next level? Why not go up a thousand percent. You know, why not think huge? I just really love that mentality, Ariel. And what we're going to shift now is from, you know, away from that worst moment, even though it had a great aha moment and a great idea. And I want to talk about a specific epiphany that you've had, you know, a light bulb that went on at some point in your journey. And you've had a lot of these, Ariel. But listen, our listeners are entrepreneurs. We are Fire Nation. What's the moment in your entrepreneurial journey that you can share with us that you then took and turned into a success? Tell us the origin story of that aha moment. I would say the aha moment was when we figured out exactly what our product was for, what the true product market fit was. So 
as I mentioned, we'd been a services-based company. We'd been talking to other companies. We did large-scale marketing installations. So we uh, did things like let you interact with brand aspects with your brain. We did a big project at the Olympics where you could control the lights on the CN Tower with your brain from across the country. And that became part of our revenue stream, creating these large-scale implementations. But the entire time we were searching for what it was that was going to be the right way to actually bring a consumer product to market. That wasn't going to be a flash-in-the-pan experience, but was going to be something that was actually meaningful to people's daily lives and that they wanted to use each and every day. Because for us, we didn't just want to make a flash-in-the-pan technology or something that was gee whiz. We wanted to help people's lives. And I always say, if it's not going to help somebody's life, like it's not worth doing. Just toss it out. You've got other things you can spend your time on. And so we had been playing around with using this as a, as a tool that helps you understand your own mental state. So in the early installations, when you controlled the lights on the CN Tower, you would focus on the lights. And as you focus, it would detect an increase in your beta activity, and that would cause the lights to spin. And there was this key reversal when we recognized that the most important thing was not that the lights were spinning, but that you could actually detect when your focus was increasing, that you could actually learn about yourself through this process. And that turned everything around turned everything from being this externally facing company and product to this internal experience. We teach people to understand themselves. And from there, we you know, attached onto meditation as really the best way that you can learn to train your brain to do that as this sort of common, accessible tool that people have, that people know and understand, that has so many benefits behind it, but that people don't know how to access. And we started the process of building use as a meditation tool. And then from there, the next aha in the market was that we didn't need to hide what we were doing because we were at a place where meditation was so consumer accepted, was so readily understood that we could say, this is a tool that helps you meditate. And people could be like, oh, yeah, I want that, which was interesting market timing because really two or three years earlier, you couldn't have said that. You would say, this is a tool that helps you meditate. And people would be like, um, I meditate, but I don't talk about it. Or like, <laughs> yeah, that's good for somebody else, but not for me. So you've seen a huge shift in the market. So it was both a, an aha um, internally about the technology's capabilities and then an aha moment in the market that allowed us to access that. Fire Nation, this is the power of action. You know, so many people just kind of sit around and they say, okay, I'm going to start when, you know, all the lights are green. I'm going to start when everything's figured out. I'm going to start when I know exactly what the plan is from beginning to end. But the problem is you don't. Like you don't know how the plan's gonna end. You gotta get into the game. You gotta start mixing it up. You start engaging with customers, with users, with clients. You start talking to people. You gotta get your hands like in the actual project before you know what it's gonna be. So take action. That's the huge takeaway from this. You need to take action. The aha moment for Ariel came from her taking action and then observing the results of that action. So Ariel, let's move forward into a couple questions, you know, just take about one, two sentences max to answer. Number one being your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur. Decision-making early on was my biggest weakness. I would be in the place where all decisions looked like they had good outcomes and bad outcomes, and it became difficult to decide. Ultimately, I recognized that decisions, any decision is better than no decision, and it became very clear in what a good decision was versus a non-decision. And was able to make decisions much faster. But that was an early weakness. Yeah, there's a quote I think you might resonate with that I actually learned while I was in the army as an officer. And they always would tell us, Lieutenant, a good decision now 
is better than a great decision later. And that's really true on the battlefield because you might not be alive to make that great decision later. So just make a good decision now. What's your biggest strength, Ariel? Confidence. My biggest strength is the ability to be confident in what I'm doing um, and to know that there is a solution out there. I may not have the solution right now and that doesn't matter, but a solution exists. And then there's a healthy um, sort of play between confidence and market testing and reality checking where you go out and you check and you get positive affirmation and then you move forward and then you know that your confidence is valid. What's the one thing that has you most fired up today? The ability to help tens of thousands of people each and every day without question. (laughs) Now, how do you help those people, Ariel? So we help them in lots of ways. One is by sharing what we've learned with folks like you listeners out there. Hello. And if you've ever any questions, just ask me. Um, And two is by bringing these to market, by teaching people that there is a tool out there that can help you quiet those internal voices, that can help you decrease your stress, that can help you manage things like discomfort and anxiety and pain using meditation and a tool that helps you do that. So my mission in life was to help people become their optimum selves and to live free and clear each and every day. And so I'm proud to have built a tool that helps you do that. So you said that Fire Nation can ask you, what's the best way to ask you? Uh, You can tweet at me uh, at ariel.garten or ariel underscore garten. Fire Nation, we're about to enter the lightning round, but let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. As an entrepreneur with a team of six, I can tell you that building a strong team is an integral part to your business's success. Without the right support at the right time, you could find yourself so overwhelmed that your progress comes to a screeching halt. We don't want that. But where can you go to find qualified candidates? We all know that posting your job in just one place isn't enough. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, you don't have to sweat it. ZipRecruiter allows you to post to 100 plus job sites with one single click. Once you post it, you'll be instantly mashed candidates from over 6 million resumes. Just post once and within 24 hours, watch your candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses and you can try it now for free. Find your perfect candidate before they go to someone else. Just visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire to get started. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Identity theft is no joke, and unfortunately, it can happen to anyone. In fact, it only takes seconds for a thief to steal your identity, spend your money, and apply for credit cards and loans in your name. Imagine not being able to refinance your home or even get a car loan because of damaged credit caused by identity theft. My recommendation, protect yourself before something like this happens with LifeLock Ultimate Plus Identity Theft Protection. LifeLock's got your back, helping protect you in ways old-school credit monitoring can't. They'll watch out for your bank accounts, your credit, and your good name. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock Ultimate Plus provides LifeLock's most comprehensive identity theft protection. I know that I'll sleep easier knowing that if some thief goes after my identity or life savings, LifeLock is on it. Visit LifeLock.com now and enter promo code EOFIRE or call 1-800-866-8527 or visit LifeLock.com. That's LifeLock.com, promo code EOFIRE. Ariel, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I'm prepared. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Nothing. I was an entrepreneur as a child. What is the best advice you've ever received? Buy low, sell high. 
What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Meditation and managing my internal state. Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. Google Drive, Google Docs, Google everything. If you could recommend just one book, Ariel, what would it be and why? Natural History of the Senses by Diane Ackerman. And it helps you understand yourself and how you perceive the world and how that's changeable. Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Now, Ariel, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would understand the world around me and figure out how I could organize it more effectively for people to be comfortable, capable, and happy in the world that they're in. Ariel, we started on fire. Let's end on fire with a parting piece of guidance from you, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. The best way that you can connect with me is at choosenews.com or, as mentioned, Twitter, Ariel underscore underscore Garten. In a parting piece of guidance. You can accomplish whatever you want. And that little voice inside of your head that says, oh, it's going to be hard or, oh, I'm going to be late or, oh, they won't like me. It's lying to you. Each and every time it talks to you, it is just lying. And you have every right to look it straight in the eye and say, no, you are not real. You are not true. I can do what I want in life and I'm going to succeed. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with AG and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Ariel in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today, absolutely everything. And Ariel, I just want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you, Ariel, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Look forward to it. Till then. Looking for ways to attract attention to your business? No matter what your business does, an add-on Google will help you find new customers at the exact moment they're searching for what you have to offer. Why not give it a try? Go to g.co slash eofire to get a $75 credit after you invest $25 in your first campaign. That's g.co slash eofire. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Are you ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? The Freedom Journal is a gorgeous, leather-bound journal awaiting you at thefreedomjournal.com. Ignite! 